We're continuing our series on the discipline of children, and we've come to topic number five. Uh, our topic today is uh, consequences for unpunished and uh, unrepentant sin. Uh, if we fail to, if we fail to correct our children, as uh, the Bible expects us to do, they uh, would uh, become this way. Uh, we'll go to the book of Exodus, uh, chapter 21. Exodus 21, 12 to 17. Exodus 21, 12 to 17. The consequences of unpunished and unrepentant sins. 21, 12. He who strikes a man so that he dies shall surely be put to death. But if he did not lie in wait for him, but God let him fall into his hand... Then I will appoint a place to which he may flee. If, however, a man acts presumptuously toward his neighbor, so as to kill him craftily, you are to take him, even from my altar, that he may die. And he who strikes his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. And he who kidnaps a man, whether he sells him, or he is found in his possession, shall surely be put to death. And he who curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. So Moses, by the Holy Spirit of God, is telling us uh, there are these sins in the Bible, uh, and the man who commits it, he should be uh, put to death. Uh, They could strike a man, they could kidnap a man, they could uh, strike his father, his mother. They could curse his father and mother. And the result of this uh, sins is uh, the death penalty. So if we do not apply discipline to our children, they could become uh, this way. On this, if we, for example, do not punish them appropriately when they hit their siblings... When they hit their siblings, we don't punish them properly, unjust hitting of their siblings then, or friends, classmates, playmates on the playground. If they do that wrongfully, then when they grow up, they will not be afraid to strike or to hit somebody and even to put him to death. They won't be afraid of that because they've been trained by their parents to allow the striking or hitting of one another. That's how dangerous it is. Also, thievery, thievery, stealing. If we don't correct them properly as children when they steal, then when they are adults, they won't be afraid to steal big objects, expensive objects. And the most expensive objects is another human being, as it says in verse 16. He who kidnaps a man... Kidnapping, stealing another human being. That may happen. If it's not corrected at an early age, then it may exacerbate, become worse when they are adults. And that goes as well with cursing one's parents. They should never be allowed to speak disrespectfully to their parents. Never. And if that is permitted, eventually they will curse with profanity and have all kinds of obnoxious, disrespectful behavior as they grow up 
in the household. And then, when they are adults, mistreat their own parents. And the same with striking. If children, when they are small, are allowed to strike back, kick at their parents, children pulling the hair of the mother, long hair of the mother, when they do things like that, it needs to be corrected swiftly and severely. If it's not corrected, when they grow old enough and strong enough, teenage boys, for example, are usually stronger than their mothers. And what will they do? They'll strike their mothers. And that shouldn't happen. Nothing like this should happen. It needs to be corrected at an early age. They need to know what's right and what's wrong. Uh, Leviticus 20, verse 9. Leviticus 20, verse 9. 20, verse 9. If there is anyone who curses his father or his mother, he shall surely be put to death. He has cursed his father or his mother. His blood guiltiness is upon him. Yes, so as we read in uh, Exodus 21, uh, 17, this is the the same uh, uh, punishment of cursing one's uh, father or mother. uh, And there's uh, blood in their hands if they uh, do this great sin. Um, Deuteronomy 27 15 to 26. Deuteronomy 27. Deuteronomy 27, 15 to 26. 27, 15. Cursed is the man who makes an idol or a molten image, an abomination to the Lord, the work of the hands of the craftsman, and sets it up in secret. And all the people shall answer and say, Amen. Cursed is he who dishonors his father or mother. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is he who moves his neighbor's boundary mark. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is he who misleads a blind person on the road. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is he who distorts the justice due an alien, orphan, and widow. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is he who lies with his father's wife because he has uncovered his father's skirt, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is he who lies with any animal, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is he who lies with his sister, the daughter of his father, or of his mother, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is he who lies with his mother-in-law, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is he who strikes his neighbor, in secret, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is he who accepts a bribe to strike down an innocent person, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is he who does not confirm the words of this law by doing them, and all the people shall say, Amen. So Moses uh, puts uh, people under a sin, uh, under a curse, because of uh, their sin, uh, they could become idolaters, as uh, verse 15 says, Cursed is the man who makes an idol or a molten image, an abomination to the Lord. Uh, So they could uh, become idolaters. They could uh, uh, dishonor his father or mother 
they could uh, steal land, they could mislead blind people, they could mock them, so that should not be the case. Uh, they could distort justice, they could uh, lie even uh, with their sister, they could commit uh, incest. They could, in verse 21, cursed is he who lies with any animal. They, if we do not instruct them the way they should go, they should uh, leave. They could do this nasty sin. Uh, they could lie with uh, their mother-in-law. They, I mean, strike somebody. They could take bribes. So Moses, by the Holy Spirit, he puts a curse on all this sins and if we do not correct our children properly they could commit uh, these sins before we leave this passage in Deuteronomy 27 most of these sins are sins we don't commit not the average person except one and that is in verse 16 that one everyone has committed Everyone has done it many, many times in childhood against their parents, right? And we have two witnesses, father and mother, who can testify, yes, my child dishonored me 55,000 times in childhood if they kept track. But it only takes one time. It only takes one time for this curse to apply to us. So we are all under a curse. That's how serious it is when there is disobedience in childhood. Childhood, adulthood, any disobedience. Galatians 5, 9. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. So a little bit of sin should not be tolerated. Uh, Proverbs 10, verse 1. Proverbs 10, 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, a wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish son is a grief to his mother. So we, by, uh, uh, if we have net negligence on correcting our children, they would become foolish and they will be a grief to uh, his uh, mother and also his father. Uh, they would go out there, do evil, and uh, the mother will have sorrow, grief, because uh, she did not control the child when he was little, when he was in her power to do it. So, uh, then we go to Proverbs 13.1. 13.1. A wise son accepts his father's discipline, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. So a son, uh, if he's wise, he should accept uh, the father's discipline and the mother's discipline. Uh, but scoffer does not listen to rebuke. If we do not uh, do it when, again, it's in our power to do it when we have the control, because as pastor, he said, they would become older, will give older also, but we'll grow uh, weary. Uh, as we age, uh, we lose our strength and they're gonna gain strength. So it's gonna be uh, difficult for us to control them. Uh, 
so they will become scoffers and they will not uh, listen to rebuke. If they don't do it when they are little, they would not do it when they are uh, old. Uh, Proverbs 16, verse 5. 16.5. 5. Everyone who is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Assuredly, he will not be unpunished. So our children will, will become proud uh, in their heart and they will be an abomination to the Lord and they will not be unpunished. Uh, God will uh, judge their sin and we do not want this to happen. Uh, it should be, we, we should do everything that is in our power to avoid this. Uh, Proverbs 1725. 17.25. 17.25. A foolish son is a grief to his father and bitterness to her who bore him. Again, uh, a foolish son, if he is not corrected, he will become a fool and he will be grief to his father and a bitterness to her who bore him. Proverbs 19.13 A foolish son is destruction to his father and the contentions of a wife are a constant dripping. Okay, so uh, your son, if he becomes fool, he will be a destruction to the father. He could come to your house, even crawl up your window, steal your property if he becomes a alcoholic, a drug addict, you do not know. Uh, and then you will have contention with your wife because uh, women are tend to take the side of the children. Uh, so we shouldn't have this. We should take action before uh, this happens. And then it says, are a constant <coughs> dripping, meaning she's going to be nagging you, nagging you, nagging you. And it will be better to live in the desert or in the corner of a roof than to live with a contentious wife. Uh, Proverbs 19.29. Judgments are prepared for scoffers and blows for the back of fools. So... Judgments are prepared for scoffers, meaning God will judge him, and blows are for the back of fools. As we said yesterday, if we do not uh, correct our children now, they might end up in the streets, and they will get blows. They will might be get killed. So let's do what's right, what the Bible teaches us. Uh, Proverbs verse uh, twenty. Yeah, in nineteen twenty nine, they might get blows on the street, but they might get blows from the policemen, stopping them from their violence and crime. And eventually, hopefully, proper punishment for their criminal behavior. 2020? 2020. 2020. He who curses his father or his mother, his lamp will go out in time of darkness. Just as we read in Deuteronomy 5 and Leviticus 20, there's a curse on the 
son who curses his father or his mother, and his lamp will go out, out in time of darkness. Uh, in the Ten Commandments, uh, Exodus 20, the promise is, Honor your father and mother so you may live a long life. If you do not honor them, your lamp will go out in time of darkness. Proverbs 30, verse 11. 30, verse 11. There is a kind of man who curses his father and does not bless his mother. So this shall be, uh, this shall be the education we should give our children. They should bless the father and the mother, but not curse them. If we do not educate them in the way of the Bible, they will eventually curse his father and they will not bless his mother. Then we go to uh, verse 17. Proverbs 30, verse 17. The eye that mocks a father and scorns a mother the ravens of the valley will pick it out, and the young eagles will eat it. Okay, thirty seventeen. When whenever children are mocking and scorning their parents, God will judge them. And at the very least, when it says here that. <clears throat> The ravens of the valley will pick it out and the young eagles will eat it. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Deuteronomy chapter 28. 28, 26. What does he mean by the ravens eating the eyeballs? 28:26 And your carcasses shall be food to all birds of the sky and to the beasts of the earth and there shall be no one to frighten them away That is your penalties will lead to your execution the death penalty it will lead to your execution and then your body will be exposed for the birds of the prey to have a feast on your dead body, on your carcass, on your corpse. And they will pick your eyes. Your eyeballs will be sweet to them, a delicacy to them, to the birds of prey. Uh, Psalm 5, 4 and 6. Psalm 5. Psalm 5, verses 4 to 6. Psalm 5, verse 4. For you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness. No evil dwells with you. The boastful shall not stand before your eyes. You hate all who do iniquity. You destroy those who speak falsehood. The Lord abhors the man of bloodshed and deceit. So if the sin of our children gone punished and they become rebellious 
God will not take pleasure in them because they will become wicked. Uh, they will become boastful. They shall not stand before the eyes of the Lord, they, and God will hate them. He will destroy them because they speak falsehood, and He will abhor them because they are men of bloodshed and deceit. Psalm 11, 4 to verse 7. Psalm 11, Psalm 11, 4 to 7. Psalm 11, 4. The Lord is in His holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyelids, His eyes, behold, His eyelids test the sons of men. The Lord tests the righteous and the wicked, and the one who loves violence, His soul hates. Upon the wicked He will rain snares, fire and brimstone and burning wind, will be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteousness. The upright will behold His face. So God in heaven, He uh, beholds. His eyelids test the sons of men to see who is wicked and who is righteous. And the one who loves violence, uh, God hates. Uh, He does not only hate the sin of the person, but He hates the person as well. Uh, he will rain snares. Fire and brimstone and burning wind will be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteousness. So he will punish everything that is contrary to righteousness. But the upright will behold his uh, face. The righteous will behold his face. First uh, Timothy 1 verse 9 and 10. First Timothy one, First Timothy one, let's read verses eight to eleven. First Timothy one eight. But we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully, realizing the fact that law is not made for a righteous man, but for those who are lawless and rebellious, for the ungodly and sinners for the unholy and profane, for those who kill their fathers or mothers, for murderers and immoral men and homosexuals and kidnappers and liars and perjurers and whatever else is contrary to sound teaching according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God with which I have been entrusted. So Paul, by the Holy Spirit, is telling us that law is good if one uses it lawfully, and the law will be applied to those who are lawless, rebellious, for ungodly sinners, for the unholy and profane, for those who kill their father or mother, for murderers, immoral men, and homosexuals, and kidnappers, and liars, perjurers, and whatever is uh, contrary to sound teaching. And this is according to the gospel of God, uh, which we know it's true and Paul has been entrusted with it. Uh, all these scenes we read also in Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, we spoke about them, uh, but eventually uh, your children might end up killing us for those who kill fathers or mothers. So we should avoid this at all times. Uh, lately in the news we have seen bunch of 
young men killing their father and mother. I think it's, I read it almost every day. A man shot his mother or a kid shot his mother or father or they got into a gunfight. So this should not be the case. Okay, well, before we leave or close this subject, in the, the Psalms we read, Psalms 5 and 11, it clearly says, for example, Psalm 11, 5, the one who loves violence, his soul hates. God's soul hates the one who loves violence. It says in Psalm 5, verse 6, the Lord abhors or hates the man of bloodshed and deceit. <coughs> bloodshed and deceit. We might say, well, they're not committing actual bloodshed, but what about spiritual bloodshed? Spiritual harming one another's souls, first harming their own souls and then harming the souls of others. They are committing spiritual murder. Eventually, they may in adulthood commit physical murder, but meantime, it's spiritual murder or bloodshed. And all of us, until we are converted, we live, we feast, we bask, revel in deceit. We are liars until we are converted. First John 3, 8 and John 8, 44, we are liars, deceivers until we have a change of heart. We feast on it, we revel in lies. So God hates people like this. It's very clear. Titus 1.16 also says God hates people like this. Titus 1.16, they profess to know God, but by their deeds they deny Him. Being detestable, that's hate. Being detestable, disobedient, and worthless for any good deed. Right? Titus 1.16. If God looks at it this way, it is very difficult for parents to look at their children this way. But should we not? First, we have to hate sin in ourselves. If we don't hate the sin in ourselves, we will not have the desire to help our children to hate their own sins. We first must hate our own sins, overcome them by the grace of God, by the Spirit of grace and the Word of grace, overcome our own sins, and then help our children to realize how loathsome, detestable, reprehensible their sins are and help them to overcome. And if we help them overcome, the lessons we've been learning from the various scriptures are the prescriptions, the remedy to help them overcome their own sins. That's the process, that's the procedure. Understand sin the way God does, loathe it the way God does, first in ourselves, and then help our closest neighbors, those in our family, overcome sin. That is the way we should approach it, the attitude and method that we should have. Any more final comments? He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says. Amen.